change your perception of what you're looking at and everything changes. Hey, my name is Georgio Janis and this is the How To Do Life podcast. If you've ever felt that no matter what you try, something is missing, then you're in the right place. My aim with this podcast is to begin filling in those blanks for you. So open your mind and get ready because I'm about to show you an entirely different way to look at your life. And once you've seen it, you can't unsee it. So let's get started. All right, welcome to today's episode. I've got an interesting topic to talk about. Something that I've had a few clients and a few different people ask me about because it's popular at the moment. Um, And that is documentaries and how they actually influence our thinking, how they influence our decisions, and even how they influence our emotions. I think that's a really important topic to get into um, because I think a lot of us don't necessarily realize how much this kind of content can influence us, firstly, while we're watching documentaries, but then also the decisions we're making in our lifestyle on a daily basis. So I thought it'd be valuable to address this. Now, I'm going to be talking about how documentaries can have a kind of forced perspective. What I'm intentionally going to do is not name drop any um, because I'm not here to do that. But there are a few documentaries that are popular at the moment. Some I've seen and I've tried to catch up on. Others I haven't yet seen. But I thought it would be valuable for us to address it and for me to kind of catch up on a couple of documentaries here. So let's get into it. What I think is important for you as the listener to be paying attention to is why you're watching the documentary in the first place. That's because developing a degree of self-awareness will actually inform how you take the information on that they're trying to document the reason why this is important is because if you're something that I've seen quite a bit is that people will watch documentaries as a form of education. They're looking for a way to like, well, I want to educate myself. I want to keep up to date with what's out there. I want to make sure I'm staying informed and staying ahead of the curve in all the various things that I need to know, especially in relation to documentaries that involve consumerism or anything that infects affects consumers, things like um, where produce is made, how it's produced, right? Everything from seafood through to cattle farming, through to vegetarianism, through to clothing, um, even energy production, right? There's so many different things that people are trying to keep themselves educated on and they're trying to stay ahead of the curve and making sure they're causing no harm to anybody anywhere in the production line that um, it can actually influence the way you're interpreting the information that's coming at you in these documentaries. So first thing I think would be valuable for you to do is you want to ask yourself, why am I watching this? What am I intending to get from this? The other thing I've seen is people can actually use documentaries kind of like the way people use books, right? It's an attempt to educate yourself. 
But here's what's really important to understand about educating yourself, especially using a wide variety of sources, including podcasts like my own, right? Um, I am one of millions of podcasts that exist, along with content on YouTube and a wide variety of documentaries that exist across multiple platforms. Here's what's really important. If you're seeking to educate yourself, it's valuable for you to understand that education can be informative without being polarizing. What a lot of education can be, especially if it's in the form of a um, investigative journalism, so to speak, is the way that it's informing you or providing you with information can be polarizing, intentionally polarizing, like they're trying to make you feel certain things. Now, this is a problem. And the reason it's a problem is because you wouldn't want somebody in any context, if it's a, like if we just look at a social gathering, you wouldn't want somebody to try and make you feel something in a social context. You'd be like, well, that somebody's telling me that the hamburger I'm about to eat at my friend's barbecue is causing all kinds of pain or is really inefficient or creates... Um, a whole bunch of methane and, and CO2 output that's damaging the planet and causing all kinds of pain across a wide gamut of industries, right? And there are really evil people profiting from the experience. While you're about to eat this burger, right? At a friend's barbecue, you didn't ask for the information. You wouldn't necessarily want these people to be able to influence the way you feel. You wouldn't want them to make you feel anything. That's somebody giving you information with the attempt to polarize the way you feel, right? You can present the same information without it being polarizing. Like, here's the facts. Here's what I discovered the other day. That cattle farming is really inefficient. It creates a whole bunch of um, toxic runoff into waterways because there's no grass in the fields. That catches fecal matter and refertilizes. Um, there's a whole bunch of hormones that get washed out into the waterways. Like There's all these different pieces of information that you can provide that aren't necessarily polarizing. So being a documentary junkie, as they're sometimes called, can actually have a strong emotional effect on you. It is the equivalent of sitting in a circle of people like in that social setting and having a whole bunch of people telling you all these different stories and all these different perspectives and information and they're all trying to influence you. They're all trying to uh, make you feel a certain way. The problem with that is you are being bombarded with a sea of opinions. This is what the problem is with watching a whole series of documentaries. You're actually asking for whoever it is that's created the documentary. And it's more than just the person who's doing the voiceover. But you're asking them to influence your thoughts. Please influence my thoughts. And the more you subject yourself to watching all these documentaries and all these different pieces of information, the bigger the sea of opinions is that you're wrestling with, that you're having to navigate, and it drowns out your own ability to develop independent thought. 
independent thought being, okay, here is all the information that I'm being provided. But what is it that I can extract from this? What is the value that I can, that I can personally extract from this? What are my thoughts? That factors in everything. And the reason why I'm tackling this particular topic is because it's true for perceptions in any relationship dynamic or any scenario that you might be in. If you're in a challenging situation at work and you're being bombarded with all these different opinions about what's happening, you're not going to have a clear understanding of what's actually taking place. And so you won't develop your own independent thought. Sure, Tina might have an issue with Charlie. Charlie's a total dick. I don't like the way he speaks to me that way. And somebody else jumps in. Jonathan's like, yeah, Charlie is a total dick. He's the worst person in the world. He's overcritical and he's really condescending. Now, you can buy into these people's opinions who are trying to make you feel a certain way about Charlie. But there might be more information that is specifically being left out by what Tina and Jonathan have to say. That could actually help you understand why Charlie is behaving the way he is. This is why it's important for you to develop your own independent thought and factor in as much information as you can that is being presented to you. Because what is what are documentaries, what are pieces of information that are being shaped, edited, and curated in a very specific way to influence your thought can actually minimize your ability to develop independent thought. Now, when I say that there's more than just the voiceover that is influencing the project, for example, with documentaries, there was a recent one that I watched. I won't mention the name of it, but there was a whole series of cues and I was asked to watch this to get my opinion on it. And there were a whole series of cues throughout the entire documentary that by about eight to 10 minutes into the documentary, I was done with taking it seriously. Here's why. In this particular documentary, there was a whole series of subtle cues and tactics that were being used to influence the viewer to make them feel a certain way. It happens in movies. And I'll explain how they do it in movies right after I explain what's happening here with the documentary. First thing, the tone of the voiceover throughout the entire series, throughout the entire documentary, had a tone of disbelief and a tone of trying to convince, right? So I'm going to do a really bad voiceover here for a minute, but bear with me just so you understand what I'm talking about. The documentary was an investigation into an industry and the the individual that was doing the investigation and the filming was... Um, surprised, shocked, and challenged fundamentally by what they were discovering. Now, some of it is shocking. Some of it is not hugely um, relevatory because uh, we there's a lot of this information that we already know. But the tone that was being used was, and then I found that this is what we discovered and that they were doing these really bad things. And it didn't stop there. Then, when I pressed further and I tried to find the people that I was supposed to trust, 
I found that even they had different motives. That was the tone throughout the entire documentary. There wasn't a moment where that tone wasn't being used with the voiceover. Now, on top of that, the um, color grading of the footage was done in a dark, um, colorless manner. They reduced a lot of the color to make it look like they were trying to find cold, hard information, like it was an analysis. Um, The music was ominous. The music was dramatic throughout the entire thing. And then when the moments where the person who was documenting the experience was feeling shock or disappointment, they were playing music that was somewhat dramatic and almost as if he was experiencing heartbreak about what he had found. That was the tone of the entire documentary. Now, it's being presented as investigative journalism, but what was actually taking place was an attempt to influence the viewer to feel very specific emotions. Now, this is done in movies. Hollywood blockbusters, they do it all the time. There's very specific color grading that's used. The way the footage is edited is designed to take you through a narrative, take you through a journey. The choice of music, the choice of instruments, the pace of music, the pace of cutting footage and cutting cameras and cutting scenes in quick succession is to give you an experience, to take you through a whole journey and a narrative, which is the point. Movies are trying to evoke a certain emotion in you, to have you invest yourself emotionally in the journey of the film, because it's it's a story and it is a journey. And so that we get, that we all understand. And, you know, it's a huge industry because People willingly pay money to go on these journeys. But when the same tactics and strategies are being used in what is supposed to be objective documentaries to influence you in a certain way, what what is actually taking place is information is being polarized. Now, this isn't a conspiracy. It's business. It's an attempt to influence you. That's it. So what I want you to understand is that you can consume this information but discern the emotion that the storyteller is trying to make you feel from the information. Separate the two. When you separate the emotion from the information from the content that is being provided, you're more likely to have an objective experience. Now, what's further interesting is how your personal, especially if you're experiencing emotional, uh, like a whole bunch of emotions coming up while you're watching a documentary, is that chances are the moment you're experiencing the emotional, all of the emotions that are coming up for you and the emotional charges, you were actually experiencing your own personal memories where you felt whatever you perceive in the story in the past. Meaning, if you're watching a, a documentary and you're perceiving someone or something to be trapped by circumstances and that they have no way out and that really starts to disturb you while you're watching the documentary, all that is is it's reminding you subconsciously of your some past experience where you were feeling trapped by a circumstance that you felt like you couldn't get out of. 
or it's if you're feeling some kind of disempowerment while you're watching the documentary. It's the same thing. It's taking you back to an experience where you were feeling disempowered and you felt like you couldn't do anything about it. Or if there's some kind of exploitation or being uh, used or overworked. You take that back and it's the same thing. You go back and you will find that you have very personal subjective experiences of feeling used, of feeling exploited, of being taken advantage of. It's all the same narrative. All that is doing, it's bringing up the reflection of your own internal stuff. So you can either allow these various influences around you that are being presented as information and trying to help you as opportunities for you to work through your own stuff. This was a lesson I learned years ago when I started getting into this work. And it was even happening with movies. I was watching movies and it was bringing up certain emotions or I was really empathizing with a particular character in a movie. And I paused and reflected and said, well, hold on a minute. What about this am I empathizing with so much? And I found that it was just bringing up some stuff from my past or from my teenage years or something like that. Like if I was watching somebody getting bullied, it was still bringing up some bullying experiences for me. So I saw it as an opportunity to work through my stuff. So instead of feeling disempowered and feeling swayed by all the polarizations that's happening in narratives, whether it's documentaries or movies, I was using them as opportunities to bring up my stuff and work through it. And then what I would do is I would go back and watch the same content, whether it was a movie or documentary, to test to see if it would still stir up the same emotions. And if it didn't, and I didn't feel the same way, I realized I had broken through on it. So then what would happen, especially with documentaries, is when you're separating the emotion from the content, you can then actually take the information and go, okay, well, I can do something with this now. You actually feel informed, which is the intention of presenting the information. Believe it or not, there was a time when news and journalism was about presenting cold facts in a very objective manner that was non-polarizing, that was actually an attempt to help and inform. This day and age, that's not the case. And again, it's not a conspiracy. It's just business. Because the more they invoke emotion in people, pain or pleasure the more likely you are to continue on the journey of consuming the narrative and consuming the content that is being presented as supposedly helpful. What my preference for you is, is to be able to take a step back and go, well, what is this bringing up for me? And how can I work through that personally? Maybe there's something here for me to work through, break through, and no longer be influenced by other people's opinions, beliefs, and perspectives. That's ultimately what I'm trying to help you with. There's no conspiracy here. It's just trying to help you. And you can use these opportunities, documentaries, what Tina and Jonathan have to say about Charlie. You can use all these different opportunities for you to actually work through stuff that's coming up for you and empower yourself. And then that way, you're actually informing yourself with all the information as opposed to allowing yourself to be polarized either into the positive or the negative. Use your own executive function of your mind. 
That's what's going to get you through. So on that note, I hope that was helpful. I did want to address this topic because I've actually been asked about documentaries recently. And make sure you subscribe on our platforms, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon. We're also on YouTube. And uh, I look forward to seeing you in the next episode.